Welcome to the next episode of our podcast, Indiana is Ag plus Bio plus Science. It's presented by Agronovus Indiana and Inside Indiana Business. I'm Gary Dick, the host of Inside Indiana Business, also the host of this weekly podcast, where we have in-depth conversations with leaders, innovators, and entrepreneurs in Indiana's ag bioscience sector. It's the sector where food, agriculture, science, and technology converge. This week, excited to sit down with Jason Pennington. Jason is the executive director at the Indiana IoT Lab. Jason, welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much, Gary. IoT, Internet of Things, it's uh, something we're hearing a lot more about. Give us the lowdown, because really, this was the first of its kind in Indiana, and one of the first of its kind, I think, in the country, right? Yes, sir. Um, We were recognized in August of 2018, really, by an International Economic Development Commission as being one of the first of its kind. Mm -hmm. Uh, Really a true public-private partnership, and uh, it's been a really interesting uh, take on Mm -hmm. on, for the city, as well as the, the tenants and members that have been on board with us. Describe the Indiana IoT Lab. You can almost see it here from Launch Fishers, part of this innovation culture, if you will, in Fishers. Who's there? What takes place there? We spun out of Launch Fishers, so a little bit the brainchild of uh, what was the traditional co-working space and uh, really a team of stakeholders that came together. And, uh, you know, ultimately we built a lab that's designed for those tech-oriented companies, perhaps mm-hmm. hardware-first companies that perhaps don't belong really in a mm-hmm. traditional office environment. Uh, so our building is much more uh, boots on the ground, machines, mm-hmm. uh, probably a strong likelihood that there's going to be a small fire in there at some point mm-hmm. of the day with a, a laser or mm-hmm. whatever piece of equipment that we have. Our companies, generally speaking, uh, need machines. They're prototyping, putting circuit boards together and, and doing a lot of really interesting uh, iterations on hardware for connected technologies. Talk about IoT and why Indiana is uniquely positioned to take advantage of this Internet of Things movement. You know, a lot of people have heard of IoT, but still have no idea what it's all about. We are uniquely positioned, I think, uh, you know, with respect to connected technologies, and it's very uh, embracing uh, of lots of pillars underneath that term. Um, Our heritage, just as a manufacturing state, number one in GDP manufacturing, I believe, top five in agriculture, uh, really a top state in terms of distribution logistics. Uh, Internet of Things uh, and, and what that encompasses has really a, a potential to disrupt all of these industries that are so vital to our economy. So, I mean, it goes much more beyond uh, the simple convenience of having a connected speaker or a smart light bulb in our home. You know, these are uh, really world-changing technologies that, that have a, a dramatic impact, uh, not only today, but moving out into the future. As you look at the space, there are 25,000 square feet uh, approximately in the uh, Indiana IoT Lab. How many companies are represented there and give us a description of the types of companies that are there. As you say, we're about 25,000 square feet. We have approximately 20 companies in-house right now, and this ranges from a, a one-person Bluetooth studio, uh, really a world-class Bluetooth uh, company based out of the IoT lab that, that literally is consulting worldwide at a high-level standards uh, mm-hmm. board even for the Bluetooth Foundation. Um, that ranges all the way to the other end of the spectrum where we have a, an outpost of Roche diagnostics there. So really a, a global scale, you know, diabetes managed care company doing uh, iterative work in the lab. And then a, a lot of local companies. Um, those local companies range from startups that are now growing and scaling to essentially outposts of very established firms like Flexware Innovation as, a, as an example. So here's a, an Indiana company, 80 people, fantastic leadership. They have a six person R&D team within the lab. Uh, really 
really commissioning hardware-oriented projects to, to solve real-world problems for their customers. Earlier this year, you included Agronovus in your comprehensive uh, report, The State of IoT, which really focused on the core economic pillars in the state, manufacturing, logistics, ag among them. Tell us a little bit more about the report and the outcomes that uh, you have uh, found in uh, sharing the story uh, of the IoT lab. Yeah, so it was re- it's really hard to describe that that publication you know, started out really as a publication and just morphed into a project. And it, and it speaks a lot to uh, just the ecosystem here in Indiana. Mm-hmm. Uh, I couldn't imagine that really anyone we asked to participate actually said no. And uh, that, that publication really took a life uh, onto its own. And uh, as you mentioned, we really started out with a framework of uh, make things, move things, grow mm-hmm. things, kind of speaking to that manufacturing, mm-hmm. ag, distribution. Uh, as we went through uh, and really developed the story further, uh, we included a lot of the uh, just baseline technologies surrounding Internet of Things. And I'll say uh, we really didn't even know how to release a publication, so we combined that with our one-year anniversary. So a few hundred people in the building, just a, a great night, a great atmosphere with all of our contributing editors and submitters of information. Uh, you know, Through the life of that publication now, we know that there have been several thousand electronic downloads, mm-hmm. uh, nearly a thousand printed copies out in distribution. And, uh, you know, in all, I know that it's been uh, hit in well over 10 countries. Wow. Um, so just from an exposure point of view, I think the outcomes are great to be able to tell Indiana's story, uh, specifically that connected tech story. Um, right now, I think we're really excited framing the, the outline, if you will, for uh, the 2020 edition. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, just curious to see where that's going to go this year yeah. as we um, really make some commentary on what it really are the themes mm-hmm. uh, emerging in the in this connected tech space today. Do you think that the IoT lab is helping to position uh, Indiana more favorably in the IoT marketplace? You know, everybody's kind of chasing that, involved in that in some way or the other. But do you think the IoT lab is, uh, you know, giving that uh, that vibe, that uh, perception of Indiana that's more positive? Oh, it's not just us. Um, you know, there are groups like Agrinovus, Connexus, for example, now another CICP entity with uh, an industry 4.0 strategy um, with a few of our new tenant companies working in the med tech space, uh, even the bio crossroads people, you know, now involved really to kind of amplify this story of, of Indiana altogether. And I think that's one aspect that makes us really uniquely positioned as a state. Mm-hmm. You know, if we consider what's happening in the universities, as well as the public private partnerships and just some of the real innovative companies we have here mm-hmm. in the state, you know, together, it's a great story to tell. We've had Zach James, the founder of Rabbit Tractors, on this podcast. Uh, he's an Indiana ag bioscience entrepreneur using uh, IoT in his small, uh, what he calls swarm-enabled uh, tractors. Really kind of a fascinating model. The IoT lab does what it does on a daily basis with companies, but also hosts all kinds of events and venues. Rabbit Tractors and Bex Hybrids were part of your inaugural Indiana Festival of Autonomy. That was in August with the Association for Unmanned Vehicle Systems International. Tell us about the event and how you continue to use events like that to showcase the intersection of technology and ag. We have a, a really great uh, local innovator named Aaron Pierce. Aaron is uh, Pierce Aerospace, so mm-hmm. doing some really interesting, fascinating work in the drone, unmanned airspace. And uh, he and another gentleman, Gary Bullock, who is a former crane, um, you know, very high-level subject matter expert, respected in the industry, they essentially uh, operate a UVSI Indiana's chapter, and they just simply asked if we could have our third quarter regional meeting at the
at the IoT Lab. And uh, the more we understood what that meeting was all about, what they wanted it to be, I thought, you know, there's no way, you know, we're going to let this come into our town and just be a meeting. You know, what can we do? So out of that, this Indiana Festival of Autonomy was born. And uh, autonomy, much more of a, of a concept to construct, really, versus just a pure technology. Um, you know, out of that, we had uh, breakout sessions, panels, really talking to the extent of mobility. So companies like Braunability, for example, Cummins, IUPUI, uh, we really had a great panel built around just mobility as a concept. Um, you know, it was also a great opportunity to showcase this technology with our immediate community. So we can, uh, you know, think about that in, in terms of uh, all this autonomous robotics, self-driving cars, you know, all of these things, is it good or bad? Um, you know, our position is it's going to happen anyway. Mm-hmm. So we need to lead the change. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, if I can have the community show up and have, you know, the elementary middle school kids, you know, seeing professionals do what they do and then create a very approachable hands-on opportunity for a, for a student to fly a drone and inspire them. You know, I think that's how we win, um, right? Long-term mm-hmm. is that this vision of the community is measured in decades. It's not one event, um, but this happened to just be a great event. You know, as you, uh, talk about the idea of planning a, a festival, mm-hmm. um, you know, once we landed on the concept of a robotic petting zoo, we all knew, you know, this was going to be great mm-hmm. if we just put our energy into showcasing, yeah. you know, what it could be. In addition to bringing conferences and events to Indiana, there's also an importance that you place on attending uh, high profile events. I know you recently attended the TechCrunch Disrupt event in San Francisco with Generator, uh, Agronovus, uh, and the Indiana Startup Delegation as well there. What's the importance of going to events like that? What do you gain by showcasing Indiana in places like Silicon Valley? Uh, really the birthplace of it all. And I think just the way that that question leads up speaks to the importance of it is, you know, as a state, you know, how we present ourselves speaks volumes to some of the other communities that you have out there. So, you know, having Generator, Agrinovus, IoT Lab, Launch Fishers, uh, IEDC personnel all traveling together really speaks to, you know, the strength of us mm-hmm. as, as an ecosystem, as a community. You know, at the same time, you know, really going to this uh, ubiquitous, um, you know, synonymous almost mm-hmm. with tech, uh, it really provides an opportunity to benchmark. I don't know that we want to be Silicon Valley, but we want to be a better Indiana. Mm-hmm. You know, in the scheme of that, we can certainly benchmark ourselves and see that there's a lot of things we're doing really well. Mm-hmm. And there's also some opportunities to see that perhaps there's, you know, there's something we could do a little better, mm-hmm. you know, maybe a little differently, but, you know, at the same time, have our own, uh, you know, kind of Indiana swagger to it, if you will. The IoT Lab is about a year and a half old since uh, the grand opening, and that was a great event to kind of kick things off. Um, what's next for the Indiana IoT Lab? Yeah, so what's next for us? Um, well, that's something we ask ourselves every day. Uh, we've we've re- recently had some companies, you know, exit the IoT Lab in a very positive way through growth and acquisition. Um, you know, that's a really good thing. I think we've said a long time ago, if we're doing all the things we should be doing well, we have no forever tenants at the IoT Lab, uh, really to perpetuate this startup, scale up, grow out. Uh, I think really the next phase for us is focusing on this, the smaller, the startups, the true startups, and uh, in a sense, kind of extending our opportunities to help them grow their business. Uh, that's everything from business coaching to customer validation, aligning with fundraising. Well, that's lots of excitement continues at the Indiana IoT Lab. Jason Pennington is the executive. 
executive director at the lab. Jason, thanks very much for taking time to come across the parking lot from uh, from the IoT lab here to launch Fishers for the podcast. Great to see you. Thank you very much, Gary. And thank you all for joining us on this edition of the Ag Plus Bio Plus Science podcast. It is a weekly production partnership between Agrinovis Indiana and Inside Indiana Business. And before we sign off this week, Agrinovis has opened up registration for its 2019 Ag Bioscience Innovation Summit. To learn more and to register for the November 20th Ag Bioscience Innovation Summit, all you have to do is visit agronovisindiana.com backslash summit. Thanks for joining us this week. I'm Gary Dick. We'll see you next time. This podcast is a product of Inside Indiana Business, hosted by Gary Dick, produced by Libby Fritz and Joe Ullery, and was recorded on location at Launch Fishers. More people get Indiana Business news from Inside Indiana Business than any other source. Source.